You're listening to the Annuity Agents Podcast with Anthony Owen. Anthony is the co-founder of a $20 million per year annuity agency, president of Annuity Agents Alliance and Annuity Innovation Systems, co-founder of Safe Money Radio Marketing, and monthly contributor to ThinkAdvisor. Each week, Anthony and his partners at Annuity Agents Alliance update you on the annuity business with marketing, sales tools, sales process, and case design strategies. Before we get started, hit that like button and subscribe so you don't miss information that will help you build your annuity business. Okay, everybody, welcome to another podcast. Uh, This is Annuity Agents Alliance, president of uh, such company. And uh, if you are listening to us on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Uh, Ring the bell if it's any other uh, type of streaming service, then uh, go ahead and do whatever you need to do to follow us. We have a great guest today, Leo Lagrade, and he is on our life settlements team. And uh, he handles situations where uh, when our clients want to sell their life insurance, uh, we take them through the process of helping them do that. So, Leo, thank you for joining us today. Anthony, no, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. We have an exciting program to share with your agents uh, today. Uh, We have a turnkey program where as agents of Agents Annuity Alliance, we're going to do all the work. We're going to incur all the expenses. We'll provide you with a weekly update via email, and we're going to pass the vast majority of the compensation on to you. Sounds too good to be true, but it's not. Some important things I I think it's uh, you should understand about uh, the life settlement market. And if you're not talking to your clients about life settlements, you're leaving money on the table. And we'll talk more about the type of money as we get into the presentation. But what we'll teach you is how to generate an additional revenue stream, which is is exciting in itself. Some statistics from uh, the Life Settlement Association that I'll I think you'll find very interesting. Seniors 65 and older own in excess of $2.8 trillion in death benefit. Let me repeat that. Seniors 65 and older own in excess of $2.8 trillion of death benefit. And seniors 65 and older are going to surrender over 140 billion dollars in death benefit annually. And seniors, uh, 90% of those who would surrender a policy would have considered a life settlement had they known about that. So it's important to be able to uh, communicate this opportunity uh, to your client. So with that being said, I'd like to begin the presentation. Yeah, absolutely. And let me just say that, you know, I've done these cases myself. We just had one of our partners do them, do one recently. And, uh, you know, one of the number one ways that you hurt your business is by not asking additional questions that allow you to get into uh, 
what could be ancillary sales, but in this case, you know, these sales can be quite lucrative and, and may bring you more revenue than the annuity or the life insurance policy that you're selling. So uh, everybody's listening, pay close attention to this. This is something that you need to be aware of. You need to be have it in your fact finder process and be exposing these life insurance policies that could be sold uh, if the client no longer leaves life insurance because uh, the revenue stream for you could be quite substantial. And we'll kind of go into that as we talk about term conversions and things like that. But Leo, go ahead and take it away. Thank you, Anthony. So the one question you should ask all of your clients at some point in the conversation is, did you know you can sell all or even a portion of your life insurance policy? So what is a life settlement? Basically, it's the sale of all or possibly even a portion of a life insurance policy for an amount greater than the cash surrender value, but it's less than the death benefit. Why do seniors sell their life insurance policy? There are many reasons, and we'll go through some of them. The policy is no longer performing the need for the policy has gone away. The premiums may have become a burden, possibly changes in their estate plan, changes in the priorities of the insured, or changes in business circumstances. Keep in mind, we all buy life insurance when we're younger. Uh, we buy it as replacement income for a spouse, we buy it for college funding for our children. Uh, we buy it to pay off a home mortgage, or maybe we're a small business owner and we're buying it to protect our business assets. But fast forward your life, you've retired, the home's paid for, you've sold the business, the kids have graduated from college and they have good jobs. So the need for the coverage has gone away and that's why people uh, surrender or lapse their life insurance. Yeah, and this brings up, you know, back to the fact finder, what I see a lot of times is, um, you know, how much money do you have for retirement? And uh, what do you wanna do with that money? And that becomes kind of the extent of the conversation. Um, but going deeper into a client's uh, situation exposes these changes, right? And then uh, we also have a drip system called Retire Village that keeps you in front of those clients week after week after week. Uh, so when these life changes happen, they think about you. But if you didn't have that original conversation, if you didn't let that client know that these are important uh, situations that could come up and you didn't bring up the life insurance conversation and the ability to sell that policy when it's no longer needed, then you might not be the person that they think of uh, when these things happen. So we'll make sure your clients know that when they have a life change, they need to talk to you uh, about more than just annuities uh, because that could bring you a lot of opportunity here. So ideal candidates. Ideal candidate for a life settlement. Male or female, age 75 and older, 
he or she has had a change in health since the policy was issued. Now, there are exceptions to that. And the exception is going to be an individual in their 60s to early 70s. They've developed multiple chronic medical conditions uh, since the or after the policy was issued. Now, keep in mind, in order to qualify for a life settlement, your life expectancy is will need to be 15 years or less. So while we'll say 75 and older, for people that have chronic medical conditions that are younger than that, a lot of times they will qualify. Yeah, and it's, Leo, it is surprising sometimes uh, our agents and the clients do think that they're going to live less than they're actually predicted to live a lot of times, right? That is true, especially in today's world where you have uh, the medical community coming up with with new treatments, the pharmaceutical com uh, community coming up with new drugs that extend the life of our seniors today. Yeah. So preparing your client that, you know, their expectations, that's one of the things that we should talk about, too, before we finish uh, so that your clients don't, don't get discouraged with the process. Um, so, and the ideal policy for a life settlement? Absolutely. So universal life is going to be your most popular policy sold in the life settlement business. Uh, the second uh, type would be convertible term life insurance. And this is an exciting opportunity because as an agent, you get paid on the term conversion and then you get paid on the life settlement. Now, all term policies have a convertibility clause. The key is to know when that conversion period expires and to make sure that you know what that date and time is so we don't miss an opportunity. Another great opportunity for a life settlement is joint life or second to die policies. And these can be index policies, variable policies, uh, universal life type policies, but they're, they're typically used for estate planning purposes. And with today's exemptions, uh, most people do not need these uh, joint life or second to die policies that they purchased many years ago and they can be sold. Uh, variable universal life can be sold, indexed universal life, and lastly, whole life insurance can be sold in the secondary market. Yeah, in the convertible term, the last one I did, the client was uh, had two 20-year uh, term policies, and uh, they were, I just caught him when they were about a year and a half from expiration. He had already checked in conversion. He knew he couldn't afford the conversion. Uh, he was relatively young, but had multiple significant health events, and uh, we were able to convert it to permanent insurance and sell the policies for them. And the uh, conversion was very, very lucrative. That's really where some of the big premiums can be had uh, for this. And uh, then we have, uh, how can we, how can the seller use the proceeds? Absolutely. So to supplement retirement, that's one of the big ways that, that a life settlement uh, funds will be used for. Pay off medical bills, uh, maybe they have a bucket list of items they want to check off, possibly a charitable gift to their uh, favorite uh, organization. 
or anything as, as life settlement proceeds are not restricted in any way. And the, the issue of taxability comes up a lot, right? So it's whatever gains they make on the sale uh, reduced by the amount of premium that they paid, right? And then that would be considered regular income gains. So for a seller, exactly. So when you sell a policy, there's no proceeds up to your basis, the premiums that you paid in. And anything above that is going to be treated as a uh, long-term capital gain. Got it. And we have a real easy process to uh, look at these policies so that we can pre-screen them. So let's talk about that. So certainly. So it's important to understand that not everyone is going to qualify for a life settlement. So to be um, efficient with your time, uh, we suggest you use this questionnaire. And the questionnaire is going to gather information that's going to help us determine whether they're a candidate, such as um, what type of policy, what is the death benefit, if it has cash surrender value, what is that amount, does it have a loan? And if it does have a loan, what is that amount? And the reason those are important because that'll tell us whether the policy qualifies. And, and then the second part of this is, does the insured qualify? So their date of birth, uh, their gender, any medical conditions that they're dealing with, those are all key components to knowing if they are a candidate. So let's assume we have a, a a candidate that qualifies. What do we need to begin that process? So we have a questionnaire and a questionnaire includes a HIPAA medical release form um, that needs to be completed and returned to our office. We need a copy of the entire policy because any buyer that's interested wants to review that. We need the most recent annual statement and then we need a current illustration outlining the minimum premium to maturity. And that can be age 100, age 121, whatever that may be. And then if it's owned by a trust, we need a copy of a trust. Now, keep in mind, if your client has a term policy, what we need is a copy of the, the term contract. And then we need a conversion illustration um, with preferably a low-cost universal life product. And once again, that, that illustration needs to be minimum premium to maturity. Got it. And uh, the process. So what does this look like? So we've qualified a candidate. We've uh, decided it's, it's time to move forward. So with the advisor and the client, you're going to gather those medical records that I just mentioned, the policy, the illustration, the most recent annual statement of trust, if there's one involved, and you'll provide all that information to us. Once we have that information, the first step is to gather the medical records of the insured, primary care physician, and any specialist that they may see. Once we receive that, we're gonna send it to an independent third-party actuary. They will determine longevity of the insured. And once that report has been received, then we can take the policy information, the longevity report, and we can send it out to all of our buyers. As offers come in, they will be presented. If a seller accepts an offer, 
then closing contracts will be drafted. Uh, the settlement amount will go into a third party independent escrow account and that money will sit there until uh, all the documents have been received back from the seller. All documents are in good order. Change of ownership and beneficiary forms have been submitted to the life insurance company. And once the insurance company executes those documents and the escrow agent has written confirmation, funds will be released to the seller. Now, it'll take up to 90 days to complete this process. Yeah, and I think that's really one of the key things is, you know, you have to prepare your client for this. Um, you know, like getting MIBs and things like that. Uh, a lot, you know, doctor's reports, medical reports, uh, those can take a long time, especially these days with all the labor problems that are occurring. Uh, there can be a lot of delays in this. Uh, the great thing about Leo's team is they, they work this like a bird dog. So you don't have to do uh, much of the work here, but anything you can do with your client to encourage, especially these small medical offices to provide the information that's needed. You know, having the client call those medical offices saying, hey, you're going to get a request. I need you to get this processed right away. Uh, that will certainly help. But uh, do not be telling your client that 30 days from now they're going to get an offer. I would say also, Leo, one of the other things that we constantly run into is, you know, clients never think about selling their life insurance. It's never been uh, told to them that that's even a possibility a lot of times. And then as soon as our agent partners bring this up to the client, all of a sudden the client starts Googling and reaching out to every single organization out there that does this sort of thing. Um, and uh, we want to discourage the client from doing that because there's not many people in this space. And if the, the investors that are going to make offers on these policies get hit multiple times from multiple directions by the same client, uh, then there's a very good possibility that they won't want to make an offer. Isn't that correct? That is correct, Anthony. And, and a good illustration for what I think you're talking about would be selling a home. If you are going to sell a home and you are going to hire a real estate agent, uh, you would find a good real estate broker and you would hire them and you would entrust them to sell your home for you and to get the best offer possible. And the same as in the life settlement business, you would, you would want to find an experienced, qualified broker that can represent you. You wouldn't hire two real estate agents to sell your home, and you wouldn't hi hire two life settlement brokers to, to sell your home either. Yeah, and um, you know, the thing is we're already shopping for the client, so we're bidding this against multiple buyers. Um, pretty much everybody that's out there. Uh, so we're not taking just one offer. We're looking at all the different buyers already. So it's important for you to let the client know that, that we are sharp shopping the market so they don't need to, uh, and that they could actually hurt themselves by uh, trying to reach out through other sources. So 
make sure you control the process with your client, set proper expectations, and get them committed to work with you uh, in this particular case. And then we kind of talked about tax applications. Do you need to elaborate on that? No, I, I don't think so. I think it's just important to know whatever your basis is in the policy, your premiums paid, there's going to be no taxes up to that point. And anything above that is going to be uh, treated as a long-term capital. Yeah. And of course, don't give legal or tax advice, you know, let your client know they'll need to talk to their accountant for specifics. And uh, let's go over the process flow. So we've simplified the process. So as an advisor, once again, we think it's very important that whenever you're doing a review, mention the fact that your life insurance policy can be sold. And from the client's perspective, the only things they have to do is provide us a, a copy of the policy, um, a most recent annual statement, a current illustration. They do have to complete our questionnaire, but there is no out-of-pocket expense for the client. So it's a great opportunity for them uh, without expending any, any dollars on their own. From an advisor's perspective, once again, discuss the opportunity of selling their life insurance with your client. Uh, you might be surprised uh, that seniors will hear about this, talk to their friends, and you might get a referral in, yeah. in that manner. Uh, but rem remember, gathering certain documents uh, may be difficult for a client, such as ordering a current illustration. Sometimes that's not easy for them to do. Or uh, if a senior has lost a, uh, their life insurance policy, it's important to know life insurance companies will provide you with a copy of a policy uh, with a minimal uh, expense of $25, $30. But from, from an advisor's perspective, you have no out-of-pocket expense either. And we're doing all the work. We're managing the case. Um, we're gathering the medical records. We're working with the independent third-party underwriter. We're working with all the prospective buyers. So uh, from an advisor perspective, uh, it can be very attractive uh, from a, a standpoint of compensation and minimal effort on your part. Yeah. And the, this is something that you you need to work with the experts on. Uh, the process is significant, uh, well worth it. But, you know, if you get your client into the wrong process with the wrong people, then uh, it could jeopardize your relationship with the client. So very, very important. Well, let's do some case studies. Let's tell people what this looks like. So this, this first case study is a male, 65, uh, had a convertible term policy. The face amount was $10 million. The conversion period was about to expire. I think it had six or seven months left on it at the time we were contacted by the financial advisor. Uh, we took them through the process. And at the end of the day, uh, the seller received a check uh, for $3 million. Now, here's the background. So a financial advisor who tuned in to a webinar just like this, um, called me one day out of the blue and said, Leo, I've got a client. He's a business owner. He's not in the best of health. And he's got a $10 million term policy that his bank required him to take out for a line of credit. Now, 
since uh, that policy was issued, uh, the line of credit has been paid off. The business owner has changed banks. He does not need this life insurance. He has plenty of individual or personal life insurance uh, that he's going to let this policy lapse. And so the financial advisor says, can we sell it? Absolutely. Now, here's where the lucrative compensation comes into play. The target premium for the conversion on this $10 million policy was in excess of $300,000. So the financial advisor was compensated in excess of $300,000 just for the term conversion. Yeah. Now, the financial advisor took $200,000 for the life settlement transaction. Could have taken more, but because he made so much money on the term conversion, he discounted his compensation on the life settlement to $200,000. And then the insured who sold the policy gave the financial advisor the $3 million to invest to supplement retirement. Mm. Incredible payday. Yeah, that works out great. <laughs> we have some agents that have done cases like this and it's 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 great to see. Uh, female, age 85. Second case study. So uh, female, age 85, a joint survivorship. The male was deceased. The death benefit was $2 million and the cash surrender value was 25,000. Uh, changes in the federal estate tax laws eliminated the need for the policy. The insured sold the policy for $400,000 in cash and a retained death benefit of $100,000. So you remember at the beginning of the presentation, we talked about sell all or a portion. Well, this family wanted to retain a portion, so they did. Now, a little background on this case. Uh, another financial advisor who we educated about the life settlement market was talking to trustees. Trustees can be um, attorneys. They can be uh, banks. These are individuals that the advisor started dripping on to let them know if they had a client that was considering surrendering a policy, selling it would be much better. And in this particular case, you can see where they could surrender the policy for $25,000 or they could sell it. And in this particular case, they got $400,000 going back to the trust. And upon the death of the insured, the trust received an additional $100,000 of the death benefit they sold. Now, keep in mind that when they sold this policy, even though they retained $100,000, the trust no longer paid any premiums. The buyer of the policy paid the premiums on the entire policy. Nice. Yeah, so if the, the client can win in a couple different ways too, because, you know, if they had premiums, you know, let's say they were paying $1,000 a month or $1,500 a month on some big uh, policy, um, let's just call it a thousand. Well, they just got a $12,000 annual tax-free raise too. So not only did they get money from the settlement, but they got a tax-free raise in their income by reducing an expense. So it can be a really good, uh, planning tool, uh, for, 
uh, late retirement year sort of thing uh, to be able to increase income uh, through a decrease in expenses and getting a settlement. Uh, case number three. So this was a male age 81 universal life insurance policy, the death benefit, 100,000, which by the way, our minimum is 100,000 in death benefit. And it had a cash surrender value of $925. Coverage was no longer needed and premiums had become a financial burden for uh, the insured. The policy uh, was sold for $20,000 and the proceeds were used to check off some items on a bucket list. So uh, once again, another financial advisor who was educated about the life settlement market um, was mentioning to his clients about the life settlement opportunity, about selling a life insurance policy that was no longer needed or wanted. In this particular case, this advisor had sent out a letter to all of his clients, just letting them know, if you have a life insurance policy you no longer want or need, you can sell it and I can help you do that. And that's how this case came about, uh, was a simple letter out to all their clients. Now, they targeted the age 65 and older. Yeah, so if you, once again, back to uh, what we believe in, which is internet reputation, and then also having a digital drip system, which uh, we have available for all of our partners where you can put your clients into a database. Those clients will get uh, sent an email every two weeks and if they respond to that email, it comes directly back to you. You're listed on annuity.com, so they can find you there as one of our agents. You can become a published author on annuity.com. You could write an article about life settlements, for example. Uh, and that allows your clients that you've maybe talked to uh, because of Medicare, assets under management, annuity sales, life insurance sales, whatever else you've been doing, it allows you to get in front of them for things like this, which they might not have thought of. So other than all of those great things, Leo, why should someone work with us on life settlements? Well, we're full service. I mean, life settlements is what our specialty is. Um, that's all we do. So we believe we're very good at it. Uh, we're transparent with you throughout the process. If you or your client have questions, we'll certainly take the time to make sure that you understand uh, what we're doing and how we're doing it. Uh, insurance is another important thing. Um, your current E&O carrier most likely does not cover life settlement transactions. Right. Our E&O coverage extends that coverage to anyone who brings us a life settlement transaction. So we have you covered from an E&O perspective. And then education. Um, we have a tremendous amount of, of education uh, material that if you have interest in, uh, we certainly can provide. Great. So if you have any questions about this, once again, this is Annuity Agents Alliance. We help you with your annuity business through all types of marketing, sales process, case design. Uh, but then we also have a full service life insurance department. Uh, that can help you with any of your life insurance or asset-based long-term care. And then, of course, Leo, our expert on uh, life settlements. 
we want to be comprehensive because if you're in front of someone doing a full fact finder, doing income design, legacy planning, whatever it is, uh, you want to be able to uh, monetize every aspect of the products that are available for you to offer to your clients and also help your client in every way possible with their retirement and life planning needs. So give us a call at 888-742-4368, extension 100, or come to our website at annuityagentsalliance.com and fill out the request information button. Leo, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. I know this is uh, not necessarily the most exciting uh, information that we provide, you know, but it certainly is exciting when you get into one of these cases uh, and help your client with it and also get paid well. So thank you so much for sharing this with us and, uh, and everybody have a great day and give us a call. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Annuity Agents podcast with Anthony Owen. For more information on how Annuity Agents Alliance will help you build your annuity business, go to annuityagentsalliance.com. If you're watching on YouTube, please do us a favor and don't forget to hit that like button. Also, don't forget to subscribe and ring that bell to be notified of future podcasts. If listening on a podcast channel, please leave your rating and review if you like the show. The information and opinions expressed here by third parties or guests are believed to be reliable, but the information cannot be verified or guaranteed by Annuity Agents Alliance. The opinions of guests do not necessarily represent those of Annuity Agents Alliance or its partners. The prior information does not represent tax, legal, or investment advice and is for licensed financial professional use only.